Hello, friend. Welcome to this week's episode of Finding Your Worth. This week, we're going to talk about being a perfectionist. Let it go, let it go. Okay, enough of that. Let's take a minute just to breathe a couple of quick, quick, slow <laughs> breaths uh, on your own. Um, and then we're just going to dive right in today. There's a book I read to my kids sometimes called Gritty Ninja. It's by Mary Nin and illustrated by Yelena Stupar. The book is about this ninja who just gives up whenever things get hard or he's not doing well. He learns from his friend, Tenacious Ninja. I'm kidding. Uh, it's Unplugged Ninja. I just, I don't know why. Tenacious Ninja just sounds like the perfect name for this character. Anyhow, he, un- he learns from Unplugged Ninja to keep trying and that if something doesn't kill him, then it's okay. Just in case you never read the book, Gritty Ninja does great in his triathlon, even though he doesn't do it perfectly. And neither will you. In whatever it is that you might try to do, you will make mistakes. At one point in the story, Gritty Ninja asks himself, what's the worst that could happen? And his answer is, people might laugh at me. Then he asks, will I survive it? Of course, the answer is yes. In many scenarios, most of the situations that we face on a day-to-day basis, the worst that can happen is about as bad as it was for Gritty Ninja. Someone might laugh at you or yell at you, or they might not give you the job or the raise. Maybe you're afraid someone will disappear when you want them to stay. We get so tied up in this fear, this imaginary fear, because it's only in your head. It has not happened. We get so caught up in our brains that we stop doing Maybe before you start something, maybe just before it gets hard, we stop. You stop. Your real reason for not making changes in your life is often, it's not because you're afraid you're going to be eaten by wolves. You're afraid of public opinion. Do you think it was easy for me to sing even just those six words at the beginning of this episode? I guess three words repeated. Nope. I'm not a professional singer. I'm not even an amateur singer. I'm a sing-in-the-car-and-shower kind of singer. I thought it would be funny. And I probably didn't murder your ears, I hope. The day I posted my first podcast episode, I thought of everyone I knew that might eventually hear it, and I was terrified, embarrassed. I was sure Friends would reach out, concerned, and try to talk me out of continuing. I listened to that episode uh, several times, which is weird, you know, when you listen to yourself and you're not used to that? Weird. I heard the imperfect stuff that I, I still don't really know how to fix. I heard my fumbles, my mistakes. Then I hit publish. 
it's not perfect. It's never going to be perfect. And every week, I hear my mistakes, my breath, and my popping peas, and I hit publish. It feels so good to do that. It's scary, but I am proud of myself because, holy cow, I am doing something I want to do out loud in front of other people, more or less, your ears, right? I'm still afraid of people's reactions. I want to hear from you, by the way. Uh, you can find me at Your Worth Search and just say hi. Uh, I'd love to, to get to know the people who are listening, but um, if I don't already know you, but say hi if I do. Uh, I'm afraid of what you'll say because I know that these episodes aren't perfect. Here's the thing. I want you to stretch and grow in whatever way is best for you. That's why I'm doing this. So that my words will strike a chord with you, in you, and create a cacophony of thoughts and actions that will take you from being stuck and unhappy to being courageous and joyful. Your courageous actions will look different than mine. We're different people. That doesn't matter. You just need to take those actions and they won't be perfect. But first, before you take that action, before anything else and before everything else, you need to love yourself. That is the same for all of us. Before any of us can really take positive action that's going, going to help us achieve our true goals and dreams, we need to love ourselves. And if you're old enough to know anything, you're old enough to know that it isn't easy or tidy or perfect to love. Your first step toward finding your worth starts inside you. And it's not going to be easy or tidy or perfect. But while you take those first steps, the breathing and the appreciation and the gratitude, be ready and willing to mess it up and do it wrong. And, and it's going to feel weird sometimes to um, not think about the negative things and think about the positive things. It will, but you have to be willing to do it wrong and to allow it to happen. Love yourself the best you can while you are learning to love yourself even better. And I, I'm not religious, but the word grace is a good one here. The definition of grace in a non-biblical sense is courteous goodwill. So when you screw it up, and you will, treat yourself with grace, gentle recognition, and appreciation that you are trying. Remember that you are a living, breathing being who has inherent value, even when it's hard for you to see it. I tell my kid when one or both of us is behaving badly, I love you now. I love you always. There is no question in my mind that this is true. My love for him has no conditions. I know this. I want him to know this. 
So I tell him. Not just when everything is good and happy. Not just when he gets good marks in school, but when he is pushing every button I have. Or when I lose my temper and yell at him. Even in those moments, I try to tell him that I love him. It didn't occur to me until recently, though, that I could do the same for myself. That even in my worst moments, that I love myself. I also tell him that as long as he tries his best, then he's done good. That his best doesn't mean the best ever. It doesn't mean someone else's best. It's not his friend's uh, best in school. It's his best in that moment. You need to tell yourself that too. Why does it feel so weird to be kind to ourselves, to be proud of ourselves uh, for the effort that we put into things, even when those things don't work out? And why? Why do we expect everything we do must be perfect before anyone else can see it? What does it mean for you to be perfect? Pop quiz. All right. Question one. How many times have you quit on a personal project because you couldn't get it just right? Question two. How many times did you push yourself past exhaustion to make something perfect? Then spend the next day tired and cranky and still find mistakes. Last question. How many times did you give up on an idea before you even started because you were sure it would take too long or that you weren't good enough to do it right? That there were other people who would do it better, so why bother? I've done all three of those many times. How about you? Now, imagine if you could try something new and do your best, but not worry about the outcome. I don't mean that the outcome doesn't matter, but that instead of you focusing on the outcome, you focus on your effort. I want to jump back for just a minute. I mentioned before that I have Crohn's and that one of my symptoms is chronic exhaustion, but I don't think it matters if you have an illness or not. No matter what, your best will change from day to day, from hour to hour, and only you can really judge whether or not you're doing your best at that moment for you. Yes. We can all push ourselves. We've all heard stories of athletes who push through broken bodies to win medals. When they first started, they could not have done that. And if you're just starting your journey to finding your worth or any other journey that you're embarking on, you won't be able to do that either. Grace for when you are learning anything. Grace for first steps. If you took that extra moment that I talked about last week 
took that something out of your schedule and and left a hole that you could do nothing. If you did that, did your mind wander? When is the last time you allowed yourself to dream of a future not weighed down by fear of failure or of not being perfect? How are you doing on speaking to yourself with compassion and grace, even when you misspeak or misstep? Everything you do starts inside of you. If you know that you need to change, if you are unhappy and, and nothing that you've done so far is working, you need to start inside. It is not the new job, the new car, the new hobby, the new partner. It's you. Those things may come down the line as you figure yourself out. But before any of those things, it's you. You need to change you. If you're struggling with believing yourself, then I have something for you. I created a free printable guide Uh, It's called Stop Negative Self-Talk to help you be kinder to you. I'll drop a link in the show description, but you can also grab it by going to findingyourworth.com and you'll see a button right at the top. um, It says Stop Negative Self-Talk, so that's easy. And just click on that, uh, you know, fill out your name, whatever, and uh, and then you'll get the guide. Print it out. Practice the steps to make your brain a happier place. And I hope it helps you uh, find your inner nice person. But I think there's more that we can do. Let's see if we can find something else. Your big dreams, the ones you pretend you've given up on, the ones you don't start because you're sure you can't succeed. Now we're at assignment time. If you've already got a dream, something you think about with longing, but you've determined that you can't achieve it, we're going to start there. Instead of telling yourself why you can't achieve it, look at your life right now and find all the things you already have that can help you get there, wherever your dream could take you. You have some skills, experience, knowledge, connections. There is something that bridges the gap between your dream and reality and a future reality. Think about what that is and then keep thinking and you'll realize you are closer than you think to achieving what you want. But what if you don't have a dream? What if you've forgotten it? Or what if it's being an Olympic gymnast and you're 52 years old? That's okay. Your assignment is to dream big and do it without judgment. Do it without no. Do it without I can't. Do it openly as if you're listening to a child tell you they want to be an astronaut. And I don't know if you've ever done this, but if a kid actually names a a somewhat realistic thing, an astronaut is a real thing, right? I might even think, okay, how would this kid do this, right? That's how I want you to think about your dream. And if you are 52 and you want to be an astronaut, I have good news for you. Bezos just sent William Shatner up into space 
and he's 90. Even the most unlikely thing might be possible. So dream big. Once you figure out that dream, don't tell yourself no. Instead, list off all the things that you already have that bring you closer to your dream. Open yourself up to those possibilities for you. If you take one thing away from this episode today, please let it be this. Stop beating yourself up and stop telling yourself you can't. You are good enough right now. And if you need to build some skills or expertise to reach your dream, it is possible and you can be good enough. And if you get a chance, remember, um, grab that guide at findingyourworth.com to help you stop being mean to yourself and opening yourself up to possibility and positivity for you. Thank you so much for listening to Finding Your Worth today. You are amazing. And it's time you believed it. You, the real you, is absolutely fantastic. And don't you forget it. Thank you.